Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter book, Psalm Selection number 107, found on page 54. Please stand as you are able. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wonderful works to the sons of men. For he satisfies him who is thirsty, and the hungry he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in affliction and in irons. For they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. Their hearts were bowed down with hard labor. They fell down with none of help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and gloom, and broke their bonds asunder. You may take your seats. The reading is from the daily lectionary for today, Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you from my mother's womb. You have been my God. These are the words of the Lord. We're now entering into acceptance season. Within the next month, the Postal Service will have a lot to do. Expectant students all around the world await letters from colleges and universities. Opening lines in those letters will stir hearts. You are offered admission by Harvard College, Harvard Divinity School, Harvard School of Design, etc. There will be joyful leaping. Champagne corks will pop. Parents' hearts will swell with pride. We are entering into acceptance season, filled with possibility. I still recall the moment 150 years ago when I opened my acceptance letter from Pomona College as a life-changing threshold. Education offered me freedom that exceeded my dreams. Having a, a Having owned less than a dozen books as a child, that new world filled with books fostered a vivid imagination. Teachers mentored me. I was launched. It all started with that letter of acceptance. We celebrate acceptance, but today I want to praise rejection as well. We know, don't we, that acceptance season is also inevitably rejection season. Those letters do not always proclaim words of welcome. A letter of disappointment feels, no matter how it's worded, like rejection. Christians know something about rejection. We Christians are about a week into Lent. This is a season when we recall that we reject God's free offer of love, when we refuse to embrace God's abiding presence. In fact, Lent is a time to contemplate the suffering God endures in order to know the passion at the heart of our lives. When he was on the cross, Jesus experienced the same scorn, the bullying, and the rejection of others that is our common lot. Lent may seem a sad season, one of deprivation and bitterness, and yet it's a season in which our spiritual disciplines invite us to understand that we are in fact not abandoned and alone. 
even when we experience a season of rejection. There's another reason to celebrate rejection today. As you know very well, a week ago on February 14, we witnessed yet another mass shooting at a school in Florida. You know the story, of course, and the statistics, 17 dead, many others wounded spiritually, physically, psychically, and you know that this is not the only suffering caused by gun violence. You know this is not the first incidence. You know we have tolerated for far too long violence against bodies of color, violence against school children, violence in homes. And too long we have violated our own sense of peace by tolerating the predictable onward march of mass gun violence. But there is good news. I want to uphold that, as you have seen, many of the students in Parkland, Florida, have rejected our cynicism about the inevitability of ongoing violence. And that rejection is at the heart of the viral video I hope you've seen, the student survivor, Emma Gonzalez, shouting out her wisdom and pain, naming as, in her words, BS, our acceptance of the inevitability of gun violence. She and others are rallying to reject our fatalistic acceptance of gun violence. Another student says blood is being spilled in American classrooms, and that is unacceptable. These students are producing a small flicker, a tender flame of hope inside me. Maybe I have begun to think their rejection of things as they are will make a difference. They have shown us that rejection, not acceptance, can sometimes be the route to radical freedom. Emma's freedom in stating her hard-won wisdom, the dedication of these students to reorganize their own lives, well, that reframes a rejection season as a season of hope. In the end, isn't that the heart of Lent, of Easter? That even as Christ wept on the cross, saying from Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was entering into radical freedom. Rejection, not just acceptance, shows us a new way of living. Rejecting life as usual enables us to embrace the possibility of life as it should be. We must reject not just wrongdoers, but our way of being that enables them to embrace violent expression of their pain. When we reject violence as inevitable, then we make a place at the table of thanksgiving for the mentally ill as well as for the balanced, the brokenhearted as well as those who know they are beloved. Let this season be one that opens doors to all of us to sit in harmony at the table of life and love. Will you pray with me? O oh, Holy One, we embrace you as we know you surround us in love, for we are your beloved. Even as we experience what we think is rejection, open us to the possibilities that we are entering a threshold of new possibility, of new imagination, and new ways of being. 
We pray to you that where there is hatred, we will seek to sow love. In the name of the one of peace, amen. Amen. Will you join me in the prayer our Lord taught us, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Please join me in singing together the hymn, Eternal Lord of Love, Behold Your Church, found on page 142 in your Crimson Harvard Hymnal. Please stand as you are able.
May the Lord keep you from evil, and may the Lord keep you in your going out and in your coming in from this time on forevermore. Amen. Amen.